Hello and welcome to the Center for Victory podcast of your best day yet. Here at Center for Victory, we're here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. My name is Zach Del Turco. I'm an executive consultant here at the Center for Victory. And today we have the one, the only, Eric Guy, Chief Victory Officer. We are starting off our January podcast month talking about leadership. Yeah. New Year Leadership. Year. New 2020, man. We're going to have clear expectations of what a great <laughs> leader looks like. So before we talk about becoming or what are the qualities of becoming a great leader, what is your definition of leadership? My definition of leadership, and again, there's all kind of definitions out there, but for me, uh, is really thinking about who I want to follow if it's a good leader and what kind of person I've been around before, what you know, who who I've been around that I've really said, yeah, you know, I want to go, I want to go to battle with them. It's really a person who you want to follow, but you, you're there's an emotional connection there. You yeah. you know, you embrace their why. Uh, they empower you, and and what I mean by that is a great, you know, leadership is all about for me at least is bringing out the best in others to the point that they want to do it for other people, but they want to be their best. Mm. That's what I think that's what leadership is all about for me to the point where they want to go out and do that. So they want to just repeat what you've given. Yeah. And I think for us, I mean, we work with CEOs, we work with business owners, we work with companies all over the country. And sometimes we hear, oh, well, that person technically isn't a leader. Mm -hmm. Can everybody be a leader? I believe you can, and and I think some people who call themselves leaders aren't. Yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> they just they suck. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Um, I don't think everybody's a leader just because you have a position or a title behind your name, right? And I've seen some really good leaders that are that are just stay at home dads and really good leaders that are stay at home moms. I've seen some some people in, in lower levels of companies that I would consider exceptional mm-hmm. leaders. Um, can anyone be a leader? Yeah. Are they born? No. Uh, right? I mean, maybe some qualities of a leader, but really at the end of the day, you have to work on it and you have to work on it hard to be a great leader. Anybody can be a manager. Yeah. You know, I can tell people what to do. That's not a leader. Yeah. You know, uh, a leader, uh, a good leader, right, is somebody is when you leave, uh, when they leave, you're still doing this the same thing. Yep. They don't have to be around looking over your shoulder or anything like that. I believe everybody can be a leader. I do. I believe it takes a lot of work. Absolutely. It takes a whole heck of a lot. Of yeah. Work. Cause I hear like, you, you always hear like when it comes to athletes, you could tell when someone's five to seven years old, mm-hmm. if they have the qualities to be in the NFL, MLS, MLB, like they were, you have to have special traits and characteristics to be at that senior level. Like no matter how hard I would try, I could work really hard. Mm -hmm. I will never be a LeBron James. So I think that's, that struggle is like, are people born a leader or people created or developed into leadership? And I think when you look at, you know, obviously somebody can be just, gifted with innate talent whether it's you know academically physically mentally you, you can be you that but you can you've also seen a lot of people 
that are extremely talented waste that away. Mm-hmm. And I've also seen people that that aren't as skilled work their tail off and get to where they need to be. Yeah. And that's and and that's a lot more of the story with even you know even athletes. I mean they they have to, they just work that that little bit little bit harder. I mean yeah. you take you take somebody. I'm thinking like Michael Phelps, right? Yeah. I mean everybody say, "Oh, Michael Phelps, he's so great, he's so great," and he is. Right, but he worked his tail off. He worked two or three times harder than most of his other peers, and to the point that they would, you know, sometimes call him crazy or tell him he was doing too much. But he got the result. <laughs> yeah, right. it's like that Tim Tebow quote. I don't even know if it is Tim Tebow. I said it. <laughs> talent works hard. Talent beats. Wait, how is it? Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yeah, um, and I think there is a lot of truth to that. But what would you say? You know, based on your leadership experience and working with a lot of companies, what are some of the great qualities of a incredible leader? If somebody were just to start out and say, hey, look, I want to be a leader, what does it take? Or I've just been put into a leadership position. Or maybe you're just saying, hey, look, I'm a new dad or I'm a new mom. What do I need for my kids to follow? Not beat them to death and manage them into the ground. But I want them to lead so I have a relationship with them, you know, down the road. You have to become self-aware, mm-hmm. right? Know who you are. I mean, we talk about that all the time. And then you have to start the process of being authentically uh, aligned with that in a responsible way. Yeah. You know, not in, well, hey, you know, I'm just, I'm just a crazy lunatic. Well, that's how I am. That's how I'm going to act, right? It's not about that. It's about being self-aware and being responsible with the gifts that you have. And, you know, and, and knowing who's in your corner, too. I know for, you know, if I could just jump back a little bit, because my wife and I work in the company together. Mm-hmm. But we've also raised two wonderful kids together. And that's what I'm most proud of. Yeah. We've had to lead them. And when they call, when they're in college, and ask for guidance, we have to lead them. Mm-hmm. But we have to know who who should talk to them <laughs> at which time. There's a lot of self-awareness around that. Just because I know the answer <laughs> doesn't mean it always comes off my lips the right way. Yeah. And, you know, my, my wife is a, is a much better listener. I can listen, but she's still much better. And you listen uh, to get to a result. <laughs> she but, listens just to listen. But she, you know, and it's knowing that and being able to lead them in the right direction. And it's that back and forth that I think our kids appreciate. We just had, you know, I had it happen last night. Our kids usually call at night right when we're going to bed and we talk to them for a little bit. But, they, you know, it's always bouncing ideas off one another. But that, that's all about leadership. You know? and, and, and for them, the model for them is also, you know, hearing both sides. Yeah. You know, what do you get? But you know, I can't stress that enough. And you know, really that that self awareness, knowing who you are, being okay with who you are, and then being responsibly authentic to who you are. Um, you know, some other things there, I would say, um, knowing where your blind spots are. We talked about that yeah. a little bit with uh, you know that relationship between my wife and I. But putting people around you that really compensate for your weaknesses. We have that here inside the company. Uh, you know, do opposites attract? Yeah, definitely my wife and I are completely opposite <laughs> behaviorally, but we've embraced it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we really have. And now I, I will tell you, it was tough as nails that first year when we were both 22 and I'm just, you know, out, you know, out <laughs> taking huge risks and doing the, and she's like, whoa, what's going yeah. on here, maniac? 
and it, you know we worked on it we worked on it but she does compensate those for for my blind spots and and I think if she was here she would tell you the same mm -hmm. thing I compensate for hers and then the other thing the quality of a great leader is again what we said when we started this podcast is uh, bringing out the best in others empowering them and investing in them so they become leaders themselves mm -hmm. You need, as a leader, you need a great leader is a teacher that teaches them the same characteristics, the same habits, the same work ethic, the same drive and passion so they can repeat it for, yeah. for the people that they lead. Yeah, I think John Maxwell said something like, if you're taking a walk in the woods and you're thinking people are following you and you turn behind and you look behind and nobody's following you, you're actually just taking a walk in the woods. It's something, <laughs> something like that. Uh, that brings me on to John Maxwell's quote. You, go, let, go look it up yourself. It, it, it's really good. But John Maxwell, he says this, when it comes to identifying a real leader, the proof of leadership is found in the followers. So if you think you're leading, but you're really just taking a walk... It's time to reevaluate. You pulled that back in. <laughs> Good job. Good job. But thank you guys so much for staying tuned. Man, we love to spend time with you on a weekly basis. This whole month we're talking about leadership, how to become a better leader. How do you, how do you surround yourself with the right people, the right leaders? Um, thank you so much for staying tuned. Leave a comment in the comment section below of what you think a true leadership looks like and the qualities that they carry. Also hit that bell button for new videos that we upload. You'll get notified. But you also can find us at centerforvictory.com where we love to learn uh, and get to know you a little bit more. Uh, feel free to reach out to us. But we always end with our podcast with this quotes, and it's this. Wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, make this your best day yet. See ya.